0: Ooh. It is late evening by the time you guys arrive back in London. And find yourself sitting in Hugo's jeep on a small back street. He has stopped the car and switched it off, but he has yet to unlock the doors. The yellow lights of the street lamps are coming in through the rain street windows. Hugo is looking fidgety. So I radioed ahead
1: to inform Tyr of, of your decision. Uh, it's, it's likely that they've probably told Mr. O'Sullivan what... Mr. Soul decided. So, uh, I just thought I'd warn you, he probably, he's not going to be happy. Not very happy. Uh, things might take a bit of a turn. I, I don't know, I don't know how much you know of Mr. O'Sullivan.
2: We've met him before. Zero. He hasn't met him before. Maybe give a recap for- Well,
1: I won't say much other than he can be a, uh, he has a heart. But he can Thank be a very goodness.
3: Sorry, continue.
1: No, if <laughs> Most you, people do. This is if just- You have something like... you wanted to say, please don't. No no why... no.
3: I I have nothing in this meta. I know nothing. I'm the answer. I
2: again. see nothing.
1: He can be a very dangerous man. Can be. So things I mean. Whatever happens, I'll sort it out. I'll bring him around to it, but
0: Let's go. He unlocks the doors. You all slowly hop out of the car and cross the street and begin filing up, passing from darkness to musky yellow pools of light, back to darkness, and so on. For about five minutes you walk before coming to a very standard looking English townhouse. You see one light on in the living room area, the rest of the house is dark and the blinds are up. Hugo steps up, pulls himself to his full height, and knocks on the door. There is no response. Hugo sighs, knocks again. No response. He pulls out his set of keys, flips through a few, and unlocks the front door. Alright, come on in. Where before the house was rustic, cosy and inviting, now has an entirely different feel. The house is cold, dark, and a little frightening. It's gloomy, and the shadows seem to stretch far. You make your way into the main room of the house, and you see Heath, sitting on a wooden chair in the middle of the room. He is holding a very official-looking envelope in one hand, and a piece of parchment in the other. There is a single lit candle at his feet, illuminating the utterly destroyed room. The large hardwood table has been flung against the wall and shattered. The fireplace has been torn apart, shattered bricks lay about, ash is strewn across the floor. All but the chair Heath is sitting on has been shattered. The door to the stairs, ripped off its hinges. Heath slowly lowers the letter from his eyeline to you all as you tramp in. Hugo looks about the room. He once again draws himself up and he looks at Heath, matching his gaze.
1: All right, Heath. Let me tell you what's going on. You think you can come? My house. Bark orders it me. They're not my orders, Mr. Soul.
3: Has made a I don't
1: care what Donovan decides. Well, the rest of Tier does, and like it or not, you—this is my house. That's—that's that's arguable, Heath. You know that. This house is a gift from Tier. It can be taken back as legal ownership whenever, whenever Donovan likes. He's well within
0: his rights to do that. You know that. Heath rises and makes his way to the food cupboard by the torn apart fireplace. He flings it open and pulls a black bottle from the top shelf. He pulls the cork out of his teeth and spits it away. Yeah! And he was well within his rights to send Darnell away too. No, we were both but in But you ag- and me were both in agreement then, weren't we?
1: Yes, we were both in agreement. He, Darnell, he's happy. He prefers to be a tracker. He likes what he does. It's, it's what he's made for. Happy then. You've talked to him, have you? Well, no. No, he doesn't... He doesn't write back whenever I post letters to him.
0: But. Yeah! He doesn't answer mine, either. That's really happy. So if Donovan thinks that he can come in here, but. Alright, Heath. That. No. That. Give that to me. He throws the bottle across the room and it shatters on the wall. Heath! He kind of rocks back and forth, the anger overwhelming him as the words catch in his throat. He slowly, joltily slumps to his knees, his hands clenching and unclenching. He pulls at his shirt and his hair, his whole body tense, his lips white. Tears begin running down his face as his eyes dart around, a sort of crazed, manic look in his eyes, like any, of you, any one of you might start attacking him. His breathing turns into shallow gasps. Right, Heath? Heath? Hugo slowly lowers himself to the floor and grabs onto Heath, and pulls him into a hug. Heath bats him ferociously, but soon grabs onto him, and his knuckles go white. Right, Heath. Look at me. Where are you?
1: Where are you? Look around. Where are you? There's carpet on the floor. Look in the wallpaper, Heath. See up there? It's tearing off the corner. You see that up there? We're not out in the desert. We're not out in the wilderness. We're inside. Look at me. It's all right. We're not out there anymore.
0: Olivia, you now realize you hadn't been paying attention, but Vesper has fully moved in front of you and Hope and AK, and he has his hand on the hilt of his sword. Heath's hands slowly relax a little bit, but he's still rocking back and forth. His eyes are still darting around. Everyone's still here, Heath.
4: We're not going anywhere.
1: All right, let's let's get let's get you out the room and and we'll we'll sit you down and give you a nice cup of tea. All right, that'll, that'll be all right. Come, come on, Eve. Sorry, everyone. He's, I, uh, he's not he's not doing great at the moment.
5: It's understandable. Um,
1: there'll there'll be a van arriving with your things, so you can. Uh, you can head upstairs and pick out your rooms and your stuff will be here soon. I'm, I'm going to get Heath calm down and make him a cup of tea and then we'll go from
0: there, all right?
5: Thank you, Hugo. Yep.
0: You'll slowly make your way through this room and upstairs. The devastation hasn't reached this part. It's as it was last time you were here and you head up onto that top flight.
5: <laughs> Olivia takes the same room that she was in last time they were here.
0: Yeah.
3: That was a bit intense, wasn't it? Yeah.
6: Yes, indeed.
5: Olivia's not going ga- to engage in the conversation. She's just headed straight off to her room. Yeah.
6: Thank you for carrying me up the stairs, Hope.
2: No problem, mate. Much um,
6: appreciated. appreciated.
2: Yeah, um, you know what? First thing tomorrow, uh, we'll find you a new shirt and, uh, a body. A oh, that
6: was no trouble. No, not at all.
3: Yeah, we're going to fix it tomorrow, yeah.
4: Debs.
0: Okay, you guys (laughs) kind of break into different rooms. Um, Yeah, we'll probably get to the uh, the end of this episode, kind of describing your rooms, once you've had a chance to set things up. Mm -hmm. Uh, You hear the sound of a van pulling up outside, and by the time you guys uh, go back down, Heath and Hugo are gone. Do not know where they have gone to. Uh, you go and collect some of your things. Uh, these are things uh, boxed up in the boxes that you had like prepared at home. You had not started packing, but they have packed up your stuff from your house. All they of the are books. here. <laughs> All of the books. Best was like, yes. Take that, Amelia um uh cavendish uh there's a bunch of your stuff here as well that uh you were keeping at like in a car somewhere um yep so you just uh bring your different stuff up and start piling them up in your room what are some of the first things that you take out we'll go um, around the table
5: where do we want to start
0: you,
6: start. you
5: spoke first
0: uh, <laughs> if i may start
5: because
6: okay. uh i have nothing Very so uh, i imagine i've I'm taken upstairs i'm like i I didn't need to actually come to, to see my room. <laughs> Could you please carry me back down again?
2: Okay. And then
6: uh when they're downstairs they're like I'll I'll you guys sort yourself out. I'll get the tea started.
0: You go to the fireplace where so basically the way it works is there's a fireplace but it's an open fireplace. It's what you would also cook on. Mm-mm. And so there are different kind of grates that would go on top of that. Uh bricks are torn out of it, like chunks of it have mm. been torn out it is unusable. In it's kind of state. Still, I, I presume I, he's still gonna try and make
6: some tea. He's gonna find any sort of kettle, uh, try to start a. F- There's no fire going, is there? No, it's entirely been dashed. There's no other way to
1: make tea. Uh,
6: no, there is no electricity in this house. Cool. it's all candlelight. Uh, and stuff. Then he's off trying to find a way to start a fire.
0: Okay.
1: Could you get a bit closer? It's, it's very quiet.
0: Okay. Um, okay, you go off. Uh, there is a tinder box near it. You look through that. There are a few lighters in there. Thinking, I could probably light it on the side of it, type of thing. It might not travel up the chimney as well, but yep. let's start. Okay. Uh, Hope. All right. What's some things you have?
2: Um. So she drops her duffel bag down. Um. And pulls out all of like her artwork. Mm-hmm. Um. And just starts slowly like pinning. Um, them on the wall kind of going from the oldest artwork going around to like the newest so it's like a visual timeline of her artwork um, that just yeah tells a story of her life Mm -hmm. and she's just taking a moment in a this is where I started this is where I am now oh gosh Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's
5: that's what Hope's doing right Olivia Um, Olivia's room was the only room that actually had space for books. Mm -hmm. It had bookshelves and an armchair near where the bookshelves are, um, and a bed pushed to the one side.
0: Yeah, you see your window now uh, is like, goes off into the back of a town garden. Now it no longer has a view of the sea like it did before.
5: Hmm, interesting. And she's going to start helping Vesper unload the books, but he's like feverishly trying to alphabetize them. (laughs) And she's like, "All right, I'm gonna leave you." Don't to that. touch. Okay, I was. My just... women's
0: magazines must be in correct order because I, I have to need to go back to them. This is my. This is my. Uh, this is my weight loss one. He like points at a whole shelf. I was like, I do think that we need to go back to the the low carb muesli bars.
5: I'm not gonna fight you on it.
0: I'm watching my waistline.
5: Vesper, you. We've been over this.
0: A boy can dream.
5: okay and she's going to turn around and start unpacking her box and in her box is um kind of what looks like an address book but with like all the letters along the side of it Mm -hmm. and um as like that's one of the last things that she's pulling out of the box and she looks at it and she thinks back to the day that um when they were still in high school uh willow had given her that little notebook mm-hmm. and it was a form of trying to help her to learn how she studies best um, and in it now there are all of the names of any creature that she has encountered and their strengths and weaknesses um, and she's flipping through it realizing that she's forgotten to make a few entries uh, she's gonna sit down and start doing that mm-hmm. but she hovers over one specific page that says persona her eyes just darting from it to Vesper and then back down again, hoping that she doesn't get caught. And she's just thinking about the day that she spoke to Vesper about the persona and how if they go dark, they don't go back. And they're essentially unkillable. And she's wondering where those persona are from Mercy's Creek, where they've gone, where they are now. And she tries not to let the dark thoughts take her over. Mm -hmm. snaps the book shut a little bit too loudly and places it down by Ah. her side.
0: As you uh, place it down, you look back into the box and you see the shattered remains of Weaver's sword at the bottom of it. Vesper. Mm Hmm.
5: There's no chance we can fix this.
0: He has like a little, he darts his eye over to it then back. Not sure if there's really a point. Puts a few more books up.
5: True. But are we meant to carry it with us forever? Or do we let go at some point?
0: It's worth holding on for a little while. And he says while well, not looking at you. And starts putting up more books.
5: I'll take your word for it.
0: Camdish, what do you have in your room?
3: Uh, oh oh boy uh, Cavendish uh, walks in he's got sort of a wrapsack rather than a box or anything and he puts it down on like a uh, clothes uh, cup uh, not cupboard a uh, sh- shelf top or something mm-hmm. um, and the the wrapsack makes a clinking of bottles um, and he takes his jacket off and puts it on there as well um, and opens it up and inside there's uh, two to three bottles of some form of liquid um, and a, a heap of there's a there's a clown's mask and a heap of other uh, makeup and uh, circus wear mm-hmm. that he uh, uses um, and then he pulls out a, a box a small box which is just a pack of cigarettes flips mm-hmm. it open pulls one out um, and a match walks over opens the window lays down on the bed um, sticks it in lights the match on his teeth and lights a cigarette and then just sits there ah, yes. and smokes for a while and <laughs> yeah that's yep. about it
0: um, uh, who hears the sound of the kettle boiling below Olivia Wood would? <gasps> I did it yeah. Uh, yeah. Olivia are you going to head down
5: <coughs> she's going to cast a glance at Vesper as if she's about to ask if he wants to come down with her and she decides against it and goes down alone. Yeah,
0: yeah. You head down the, uh, downstairs, and uh, Ward has constructed a small fire in a corner of the fireplace and has boiled the the uh, metal pot on top of that. And he's now kind of like slapping his hands against it, like, how do I get it up? So, slapping hand, hand against it.
5: Um, Olivia's gonna try and help him with her hands.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, roll for me.
5: Roll for tea. Roll for tea. So- well, I mean, she's obviously going to, like, use a jacket. Oh, is she,
0: obviously? Yeah. <laughs> you said she's going to do it with not, her hands.
5: Yeah, <laughs> not with her bare hands. Anyone with, like, common sense. Okay, fine, don't need
0: to roll for it then.
5: Gosh.
1: Chester's <laughs> sadistic DM yeah.
6: is coming Very out. Very
5: sadistic, my goodness. Oh no.
6: There goes your fingerprints. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> you didn't specify this oddly specific thing? Mm. Mm.
4: Mm.
5: Too bad. Too bad. Your fingers. Yeah, she no takes fingers. off her um, denim jacket that has, like... A cut in it where the red cap had sliced her and.
2: Question Megan, is this the same denim jacket? No, this is a different one. Okay.
5: She prizes her Jess Jess denim jacket. The Jess jacket. The Jess jacket is very much in an honored place. She will never go onto the field with it. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. Uh, You start pouring uh, some tea. Is there anything you two are going to talk about?
5: So, um, you seem to know a lot about. A, a lot of things
6: uh, only as much as I've experienced
5: we really need to get you fixed up oh no, no rush
6: no rush please and like the hair the hair pulls off <laughs> <laughs> walnuts spill onto <laughs> the ground and the tube ravens, the tyrania
1: walnuts walnuts
6: no no no, no, no. They just swoop down. They like... And he
1: doesn't have any hands. <laughs> to, shoot, to
6: shoot away. One, one just grabs the whole glove and they fly off, uh, leaving. i leave you as a... Well, um, well they're, they're, ooh, they're going to be bloated later. Serves them right. Serves them right.
5: Uh, I, Ward, I don't know how to ask this, but would you... Know anything about Vesper's kind.
6: What kind would he be? A persona. Hmm. I can't say I've run into one before. is that Jungian psychology? Is that young spe- <laughs> He's He's not even old.
3: <laughs> Lingo.
6: Um... Unfortunately, not anything uh, as strong as he would be uh would do me in in seconds, so uh, wouldn't last long enough to know anything about such entities in this world?
5: okay, understandable um second question yes, you know a lot about a lot of things, and yet somehow you think I'm a man are you not no. I'm a. We've established this. I am a woman.
6: No, I'm pretty sure you, you. You. Everything about you just t- says man to me.
5: <laughs> How? Why? I have braids.
6: You have the the presence of a very masculine hunter.
5: What?
1: I thought you said I have brains for a
5: second there, and I was like, oh, <laughs> wow! I can't be a man. I
1: have a braid. <laughs>
4: the switch was <laughs> uh,
5: masculine hunter is that just weaver rubbing off on me or no,
2: hard to say
6: I just call it like I see it
5: wait what what do you see? Uh, because you don't technically have eyes it's
6: it's hard to put into words per se, but it's more the connections of this world is yes when i'm alone it is hard to tell what's around me only in the presence of other living creatures do i get a sense of what they see by what Mm -hmm. is around me
5: what, is there a sewing kit in some... I need to sew your mouth properly. This is My not- dear,
6: I do not have a mouth. I'm merely playing the part of a deflated veggie sack.
5: Okay, so actually patching you up isn't going to change how deflated you sound.
6: Uh, no, it, for my psyche it would. I, I am merely an... Ar- I am a... a I harbour what I... Um, Okay, it's been several hours at this point.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this conversation is, is like very methodical. like
6: a wet hand movie. <laughs> no, no hand. It's just the one arm. It's the, flops it's the up.
2: shoulder movie. Yeah,
6: right. <laughs> he says
0: everything with the shoulders. Mm. Um, yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. Olivia is um,
5: going to take some tea up to Vespa. Yeah.
0: You are on your way up when you hear the distant sound of singing and the sound of shuffled feet on the front step and the door slamming.
4: Come in, I'll get you through. through. I keep, I keep hanging, hanging on,
0: on Trying to love song,
4: song But, but I, never, I, never do. Do. I never do I never, I never
0: uh, do Heath and Hugo come stumbling in They both survey the room
5: <gasps> Olivia is like halfway up the stairs With two cups of tea in her hand going
0: Tea, gentlemen Heath, what happened to all your furniture? I'm trying minimalism I prefer sitting you on the floor anyway not
1: trying minimalism, that's not
0: new no. Hugo sits heavily on the floor and, like, Heath's, like, trying to, like, sit down as well. Oh, Heath, before, before you come down, old sport, my, my throat is rather parched. Be a dear, would you? Bring up some of the old the, the good old stuff. Oh, that's why we came back to mine, I'll say. That's um, why. He, like, stands up, hands on hips. Off you go. Where did I put it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heath goes stumbling down the steps to the basement very, like, gingerly. And, he, like, he quickly disappears.
5: Olivia's <sighs> gonna proceed back up the stairs.
1: <laughs> Have a
6: fun right.
5: night, Hugo.
1: Uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm very sorry about before. Um, Heath's not quite himself, so... Uh, it's very embarrassing, but... Uh,
6: that's great. fine. Sometimes the wizard's got a wizard. What? Wizard? Yes, that's that's the word he
1: is, isn't it? Why are you calling that? That's what I was searching for, and that's what I found. In Heath? Yes. A wizard. Yes. You think he's a... He doesn't have any like... Ooh, magical abilities or anything. You know that, right? He's just a guy. Still a wizard. <laughs> no, he's not a wizard. He's just
4: a... He's,
6: he's as much a wizard to me as you are a fine gentleman.
1: Well, <laughs> if you know some stories about me, you know just how wrong you are. Oh, no, it I'm wrong about a lot of things yeah. these days. Yeah, you, you look a little bit tattered. You might need a bit of a, you know. Oh, no, no, I'm,
6: I'm fine. As he flops f- <laughs> the, the one handless arm now, one of the ravens come back and they're just pecking at it. Ah!
5: Olivia's basically gone upstairs, realising that he's drunk. I can ask him things. Vespa! <laughs> like... he,
0: Vespa turned back from his bookshelf. What I'm up to, F.
5: Um, okay. First of all, T. Oh, thank you. Second, uh, we have a drunk Hugo downstairs. We can ask him anything we like. Who is Hugo? Uh, Hugo Castor, the man who put us in a jeep and took us on a mission.
0: Okay, very good. Well, I won't appear in front of him because he doesn't hasn't seen me yet, and I don't want him to think that uh, the hand of God is upon him. Uh, <laughs> so how about you just go down? I'll just and he like disappears, and now he's in your head.
5: Oh, you are funny sometimes. And she goes back downstairs, cup of tea in hand. And uh,
6: when you return, uh, Ward's there going to hear No, 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 it goes like this I am but a lonesome hero. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, we'll keep going. I.
5: Sorry to interrupt uh, who this. Who has
1: not the time yeah, for that? I was about to say that. That's exactly what I was really? about to say. It was. It was. Yes. Ward.
5: Ward. Maybe oh, yeah. offer the man some tea. Welcome. Oh, please take some tea. Hugo, Hugo. Thank you. So, um, Hugo, you.
1: Right. That's me. Yes. That I am Hugo. That is, in fact, him. Um, He's clever, that one.
5: What, what happened? You wouldn't know it to look at
1: him, though, would you?
5: Hugo, <laughs> what happened to Heath back there? For
1: for To Heath back there? Well, I mean, the question is, what did Heath do to the room, really? That's... Yes,
5: but something must be going on with him for him to do well, that. There's always something
1: going on with Heath. That's just Heath.
5: I don't believe he's always been that temperamental. Well, Hey, mm.
1: <laughs> Tell me, what gripe does he have with this uh of Don of man? Oh well now that is a more poignant question. Um look. Oh you don't want to go into it without, you know Where is he by the
0: way? You sound like a bottle <laughs> smash but ah, uh, that was a good one.
1: Well, so much for that then. I should have just gone home. I should have, but no. Well, <clears throat> look, him and um, him and Donny, sorry, uh, Mister Mister Soul, are not exactly on what you would call speaking terms at the moment. So mm. they're not the most
0: speaking of people. Uh, Hugo pulls his wallet out from his pocket and he flips through it and he like shows you a picture of him with his wife and son and then he like uh, pulls a photo out from behind that one and he hands it to you. There you go.
4: Have a look at that.
0: And what you see is a picture of Warwick with his arms around multiple young boys and you see Heath, a young Heath and a young Donovan at the centre of it. You see a young Hugo to one side and a scruffy-looking young man on the right-hand side.
5: I suppose that's Darnell?
0: Uh, yep, that's Darnell. That was us back
1: in the 90s. Goodness. Back, back when we were all still training. Uh, there's me, and there's Sully.
5: Hmm. So you, you grew up together?
1: No, no, we didn't grow up together, but we uh, we trained together uh, under Warwick all, uh, all together. And then, uh for a couple of years and then we split off and we each went to train with individual members of tier and now here we are
5: hmm well if you all went your separate ways you probably probably wouldn't know the story but i'll ask anyway um how did he get his name morningstar
1: i know lots of stories in fact there's one that my my son loves um it's called
5: Air in the big blue
1: house I think it's like a like a novel series you yeah
5: you're avoiding the question
1: I am avoiding the question <laughs> oh you devilish man! you I am and you're very clever to have noticed that what was the question
5: you know very well what the question was
1: he hasn't told you himself
5: he's told me bits that I'm trying to fill the gaps he seems to think that he deserves right, right. what happened to him and I can't figure out if that's because he's always been temperamental as you say well, or if that's just he he legitimately deserved all of those injuries and prolonging their healing lingering in them
1: Miss Kelly It is my firm belief, and I'm sure there are plenty of people who would disagree with me. It is my firm belief that nobody, nobody deserves to be hurt in this world. I would agree. Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in, but that is my firm belief. But no, uh, Heath, uh, well, it's his story and he'll tell you when he's ready but after we were all training uh, we we i guess you could call it graduated i don't know if that's really the word that he, that Tira uses but basically uh, after that we all were given our own teams that's kind of how it works you know the ne- the last step in your your training is you learn by teaching right that's you learn more as a teacher than you do as a student so we are given our own boys as it were and uh Heath was sent off to uh up up um in Mongolia in the, like right right out in the wilderness of Mongolia. Um it's a big place, so there're not many people around. And he was given an assignment and um <clears throat> well, basically they found something up there and it messed with the minds of the the people that he was supposed to be looking after and he had to deal with not only this thing that they found but also with his brothers uh, thinking that they needed to kill him i don't know actually much about it this is not me avoiding the question i actually don't know a lot about what they found because it's all classified and i wasn't there but uh, something about it affected their minds and, and, and they anyway so he had to um Hold them off at the same time without hurting them. And something about it it affected them while they were asleep or something. So we had to stay awake for a long time. Um, I don't know how long, but days at least. And if he fell asleep, they'd all die. So he he stayed awake and that's how he got his name. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: His Morning Star. And, um, yeah. Long story short, you lose that much sleep and, uh, you spend that much time worrying about the people who are also trying to kill you. It does things up here and he's he's not quite what he used to be. But it's not his fault. In fact, quite the opposite. He, I don't know anyone else could have got out of there alive
4: well
5: I'm sure he did the best he could
1: he did and there isn't anyone in Tyr who's who's tried to who's not tried to tell him that but he won't hear it and honestly I think that him and, and Donovan should have when we all finished training with Warwick when we all finished that we all got sent off to our own our own heads department and uh and and Donovan stayed with Warwick and Heath was transferred over over to Emily and I just feel like maybe it's oversharing I don't know but I feel like they should have been the other way around I feel like Heath lost his innocence and his his heart that Warwick brings out in him training with with Emily she's she's a hard-nosed military woman if ever I saw one
5: mm, I remember
1: And she, she brings out, she brings out the strongest parts of Heath, but also the worst parts of him, I think. And I think Warwick would have been better. And I think Donovan needed someone to pull him into line, and I don't think Warwick had the heart to do that.
5: No, uh, if I remember Warwick correctly, he's uh, quite boisterous.
1: He's a teddy bear with boxing gloves.
5: Yeah basically sounds delightful
1: I don't know if that's what caused it I don't know if it was Mongolia but that's kind of how we've ended up in the place where we are so now if Heath and Donovan want to talk they have to do it through me because I'm the only one anybody likes anymore apparently
5: well you are pretty likeable
1: and then there's Darnell Mm. what's your story? my story? yes do you have a
5: cool name?
1: They call me the library.
5: Nice. Nice.
1: I, um... I wasn't quite as unlucky as Heath to be blessed with the talents of, uh, uh, a quick fist, so... I was, uh... No, I, I'm, a, I'm a researcher and, a, and an analyst and a, a, a repository for all of the knowledge of... or whatever... Um, so I trained with Charlotte uh, in the in the, re- the records department, and I did a lot of reading, and I still do a lot of reading, and a lot of writing, and a lot of collating things into their right places, and, and all of that stuff. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so that was me, and that was kind of my, my part of our, our little party. Yeah. And then when we finished, I, I went off to train with Charlotte, and... but yeah, I... I... You see in that photo, there, I, I'm there, but I, I never felt like I was. I was never part of the, the group. You know you know what they used to call us back then? No. The Four Horsemen of Tear, that's what we were. Oh, wow. Four Horsemen.
5: Yeah. To bring the apocalypse. Yeah, I
1: could never figure out if it was an, an insult. I think it was an insult, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but you get Donovan, you get Heath, and you get Darnell in a room together. Hmm. That's an apocalypse waiting to happen, if ever I heard of it.
5: Well, you seem to have a soothing influence on Heath.
1: One of the only few who can. Not, we'll down, be... not down to my own talents, either. Just down to how things worked out in the wash.
5: Will we see you much? Considering that we will be staying here.
1: Maybe. It's not for me to say. Well, if we never see you again, I just
6: want to say, Hugo, that you are a gentleman among gentlemen, and I predict that your future is bright with opportunity and good fortune.
1: And you, sir, are a broomstick in an old coat.
6: What right, a bright right one, of
1: that. <laughs> thank you i i appreciate and
6: then ward's head just
1: falls off (laughs) oh no hold on no i got you i got it there you go he just immediately just collapses onto the ground has he done this do i just jam this back on? i don't
5: know i don't know anything about how homunculus work
1: anyway i'm gonna go have a lie down i think um Heath has yet to come back up from the basement. <laughs> Maybe I'll go check on. Yes,
5: I'm concerned about him. Yeah. I don't hear him anymore.
1: I'm sure I'll see you round. Yes. Especially as uh, I'm sure Donnie will want to talk to you, and while ever Sully's round, he, he well he won't uh, come near you. So uh,
5: you might need to be our intermediary. I'll be the
1: mouthpiece, as it like I always am.
5: Well, hey! it will. It'll be lovely hey! to see you again. <laughs> you didn't drop the bottle of the good stuff, did you?
0: There is no response. Ah, Heath! You peer down the steps and Heath is asleep next to his wine cellar. That's like right next to his gym. Bless him. You got a blanket, I'll, I'll cover him up.
5: Yeah, Olivia runs back upstairs to go grab a blanket.
0: A, uh, early riser, you were the first one down. You pass Amelia's room and you just hear her snoring. It's like, yep, she's not going to be up for a while. Mm. It's not like she did anything yesterday. <laughs> uh, and you make your way down the main uh, steps into the kind of living communal area and you find that it is entirely put back together. Like, entirely. And brand new furniture.
5: Olivia feels mildly gaslit. She's like, what the f***? How...
0: You see Heath standing by the, the stove, a cigarette sticking out of one side of his mouth. Uh, he's wearing an apron and he is cooking something.
5: Uh, good morning.
0: <laughs>
4: morning. <laughs> he,
0: like, stares at you as if.
5: Apologies. That might have been a bit loud.
0: Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> he takes another sip of his tea.
5: Olivia pours herself a cup.
0: Yes, hello. Uh he looks to you see a very large frying pan I don't know how people like their eggs but he like clings on I've done them like this Ward says he like well and he like looks down over to easy. the easy. looks down to the raven <laughs> the by raven, the stove
6: the raven's just over oh, easy
0: <laughs> I think that just means I like, flip it he flips one of them over. Oh, sh- I can't uh, do both uh, <laughs> <laughs> it keeps doing <gasps> this and he, like tries to swat it away Conch? from the Conch? from the uh, like fire
5: <laughs> uh, uh, anything will be fine thank you for your hospitality
0: uh so then who comes down next
2: uh you were 8 i was 6 anyone before 6 nope yep. Ah, it's me All
0: right before they
2: come down. down um olivia's just going to say
5: how's your head feeling hmm? fine head. it was only
0: beer so they only have a wine, that gives me a headache.
5: Oh, interesting. I find <laughs> vodka does that, too. But anyway.
0: Oh, well, that would as well.
5: Mm. Morning. Morning. Oh, Something oh. smells good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's his cooking. Nice. I'm going to leave you two alone. Olivia <laughs> 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 just walks wait, out wait, the room why, again, why, sipping on tea. <laughs>
4: Not mom! Come back! <laughs> not, not mom, come back! <laughs> mom! Morning! Hello.
2: So... How's it been?
0: Mm-hmm. He isn't looking at you, he's looking at the food.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Yep.
0: What's wrong? What are you mad about?
2: Why do you think I'm mad? I'm not mad. Am I mad?
0: He looks over to you, arms crossed, (laughs) standing (laughs) in one (laughs) corner.
1: He, like, echoes what she's doing.
2: (laughs) Sorry, I'm not having a great time. I'm now... Well, I mean, I'm in a house, but I'm officially homeless. Sorry that I'm not sunshines and rainbow heath. Fair.
0: It goes back to the... (laughs) The fire.
5: Olivia is eavesdropping, by the way. She's on the stairs, listening <laughs> to everything.
0: You hear the bang sound of Amelia falling out of her bed and wincing as she lands on her arm.
5: Oh, okay. Coming! No, I'm fine. I'm not crippled. Yeah, you are. No! Don't call me that. <laughs> I'm just in a lot of pain! <laughs> All
0: right, uh, Cavendish. You make your way down.
3: Yes, there's a. The door just. And then uh, tapping down the stairs and it stops and there's a. Comes down just squinting at the food. What the heck is going on here? Eggs. <laughs> Poached. Yes, yes.
0: You guys got food? Yes. What the
3: heck? Alrighty. Well, um, have you just been eating pine cones?
0: So he puts a plate down in front of you.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, he goes over to the side of the the cooker and, like, rings a bell that, like, echoes through the house. <laughs> There's
5: another thud from upstairs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amelia throws open the door. There's, like, her arm half out of the sling. She looks around. <sighs>
4: huh? Breakfast. Where
5: am I? Breakfast. Where am I? Heath's Place. What years? It? Year it? <laughs> it's 2003. We're at Heath's place. Come downstairs. Time for breakfast. Does Has Return help? of
0: the King come out yet? What? Return of <laughs> the New Lord of the Rings.
5: <laughs>
0: oh Michael God, Brooks right really
4: here. Yeah. <laughs> <It's laughs> like she just like comes a time traveller. She just
1: streams down. She's so hurt. <laughs>
2: You wow. alive, Micah? Good.
5: Um, before they go downstairs, Olivia's just going to be like, are you coming out this morning, Vesper?
0: Yes. <laughs> he emerges yeah. out of your room. He's wearing a bathrobe.
5: <laughs> Why?
0: I'm being comfortable. It's my new house. i must assert dominance. He <laughs> starts going down the stairs. What?
4: Okay. Oh, Alright.
0: Yep, okay. Uh, you all make your way into the... Um, the kitchen living room area and you take your seats and you start having your different meals what one of, do you one of like? the
6: ravens like grabs the stick that's like even the crossbar that made his shoulders before is now broken when he fell uh, so he just kind of lifts up the stick puts it over one of the lounges uh, and uh, yep hmm. that's where he's at yeah. and then the ravens leave him and eat, eat the eggs they just eat the yolks
0: okay um mm-hmm. He sits down, he's not eating anything, uh, he's just uh, sipping at his drink as you all eat, and then he pushes more books off of the table to make more room, and he lays down a piece of paper, another very official looking piece of paper down the table, and he pushes it into the middle. You will be having a meeting with Professor Astroffle after breakfast in Checks, watch. 10 minutes, so Look good. All right. That's all I can really say. Thank you. Uh, he is coming with, and he like, looks through the, the uh, document. Um, Don told him that you did not have a herbalist, so he's bringing a herbalist whom he has been sponsoring as well, so. Mm. Possible new party member, if you want them. Otherwise you might be a bit at a disadvantage without a herbalist, but.
3: What's a herbalist? Do they, like, make... St- don't, stuffy- b-
0: don't bounce your eyebrows at me. Uh, no, they are uh, they are a master of herbs, natural me- uh, remedies. He, like, rubs his head. Natural remedies. Uh-huh. Uh, different oils, mm-hmm. ointments, healing, damaging, gases, all that type of stuff. Wow. They are the masters of the natural world. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hmm. who
3: are you he's like (laughs) Leo.
5: oh this is cavendish
3: g'day uh hickory i I don't know uh hugo brought me in um i don't really know much about anything uh monsters he's really good at fighting
0: so uh, Uh, he's part of your part
5: excellent at stealth yes
0: so you're the step so let's go through let's just party-wise, there are systems within a party that needs to be roles filled within it. What are the general roles being fulfilled with this party at the moment? Because at the moment, he looked like... like very upsetly looks at the document. I am your advisor, so I need to advise.
5: That's wonderful. We need an advisor. Uh, Um,
0: What are your roles and what are you fulfilling within the party? Shoot.
3: Um, Well... I guess I scout out and then kill everything. Right. He
5: stays mainly on the outskirts, attempting to avoid being seen. And so you're a he battle seems... rogue.
3: Sure. Yep.
4: Okay.
0: Yeah, so you fulfill a stealth, recon, reconnaissance, mm. and a level of heavy hitting. Mm. Hope, what do you fulfill in the group?
2: I shoot things.
0: Okay. That is one thing. Do you shoot well?
2: No she avoids was- eye contact. Okay,
0: we'll work on that. Okay, so uh right, so Okay, so before I start I'm basically fixing things.
5: Homunculus. Ward, homunculus. He you doesn't see, die.
0: You don't die. Okay. You see the, the two
6: ravens kinda like lean over to each other and they're just And one turns and goes Walnut well, I've given you one already they turn again and uh, they just kind of give you a a bit of a sassy like turn and just they're like fine
0: so am I talking to Ward or am I talking to the birds? (laughs) They're talking (laughs) to the
6: birds right now Ward's uh, lost all kind of capacity for
0: for uh, sentience at the moment. Okay, Heath is going to get up and he's going to go to the larder before and he uh, bangs a very large looking pumpkin down on the table. He takes uh, Amelia's uh, like steak knife which he's using and he carves a smile into it and he pulls out the chunks, goes over the stick and jams it on the head, snaps and Ward, you gasp.
4: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> oh, that's a new flavor.
4: Gosh.
0: Very good. Okay, Ward, what do you fulfill within the group? The pup kid,
6: like, you see the head, like, he's still, like, lying flat on this, like, couch. <laughs> and the pumpkin head kind of, like, roll, like, rotates where it is to face you. Um, he goes, well, uh... I am the hero. I am the ward of the field.
5: That He's wonderful at causing a diversion.
6: Okay. I can take a hit or two, throw a few fisticuffs, they won't see it coming. Right. Okay, Olivia. I can scout as Thank well. Thank you, ward.
0: Olivia. Uh,
5: well, I... I don't know, I suppose... I suppose I'm the brute force? The, I do what, hand what's to the hand...
0: Then What does the ghost do? Persona. Yes.
5: We work in tandem. Right. We fight together.
0: Okay, I'm seeing plethora of issues already, but we will work that out as he checks his watch. You have five minutes to get spick and span.
5: All right.
3: Do we need to put you back together? Olivia's already it? fully
5: dressed. Okay. And done, and she's just sitting there, back sipping her tea, going, "I don't have to do anything."
0: It looks like everyone else who's in pajamas, and <laughs> Amelia, who's there, like she looks like a golem, like around her cup of tea with this weird arm. Huh? Do I need to be there?
5: Olivia uh, elbows Vesper in his robe. I look good. No. I look good. Get Fine. dressed. <laughs>
0: stomps his way upstairs. All right, we cut forwards uh, five minutes. Uh, everyone's back down in their Sunday best. Um, <laughs> and he is th- once again sitting at the kitchen table, just staring at the front door. And there it comes a ring at the door, and he snaps his finger, and it unlocks, and the door swings open. And in comes a very old-looking... Man. He is using a walking cane. He is bent over quite a bit and he makes his way in. And behind him is a seven foot tall looking bodyguard. He has a very pointy head, and a pointy chin. He's this weird kind of like diamond face, a big beard, and he follows in behind the old man. And coming finally behind the bodyguard, you see Ebenezer.
5: Ebenezer?
0: Heath, like, racks his uh, knuckles on the the table to, like, draw your attention back as he rises and, uh, like, does a half bow towards the old man who, uh, like, waves at Heath and then looks towards you, Olivia. And you see quite an old, very grizzled man. Uh, He has quite horrific scarring across his face great slash! A, a great slash runs from the temple down to the chin he is missing his right hand he is a quite a gruesome sight but it's all long long ago uh, and he stares at you and he smiles
5: uh, good morning professor astrophil
0: yes hello hello you are olivia yes olivia kelly and he turns to heath sally he turns he looks around the group you are?
2: Uh, Hope Kelly. Hope Kelly.
3: G'day, Big Wheels. Uh, uh, Hickory Cavendish. <laughs> I like you. Hello, Hickory.
0: And he looks to the pumpkin. Interesting, uh... <laughs> Decoration. Decorations. Decorations. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Professor Astrophore. Do you mind? And he, like, takes his weight off the cane, and sits down on the kitchen tables, on the kitchen, uh, chairs. I have heard from Mr. Donovan that you are monster hunters in need of a sponsor. Well, I've been sponsor of Tier for a good long while, me and many others, but uh, it is going through a phase of restructuring, so I am more than happy to sponsor a group like looks State, who is uh, being guided by Mr. O'Sullivan and with, and he looks over to Ebenezer uh, this young man here whom I've been sponsoring for many years at this point as well for his studies Uh, collectively I think all of you would do quite well Uh, he gestures to, to Ebenezer I'll be frank I believe that all monsters deserve the same fate and I am happy to sponsor anyone who seeks the removal of them Defense of people who don't have the ability to defend themselves. But I welcome more monster hunters in these lands. Thank you. I have contacts who have many locals around the area who reach out to them who do not have the budget to afford monster hunters, and I make up the difference. Depending on the job, you can look at anywhere from 1000 to $10,000 a job. Mm. Uh, Mr. Donovan said the deal would be for a short time if you use the most but I'm happy with whatever if you decide after six months or a year that the relationship isn't working then you're more than free to look elsewhere for sponsors thank you I do have a uh, tester job of sorts to test your mettle. Uh a woman in West Sussex has been reaching out for some time about a haunting issue at her house. Uh, With Tia, this would be a situation dealt with in a matter of hours, but in their current situation, they just don't have the manpower, and she's been asking for quite some time now, so if you are willing to take the job, it needs to be done within two days. I'll have details sent to you. Hmm. But, uh, he taps the cane down a few times, must be away. Uh, any questions before I go? No, I'm
5: satisfied. Um, how, how can we reach you?
0: Uh, he pats. Uh, he pulls out a, a card. And he puts it down. You can call that number, or you can speak to Mr. Hugo uh, or Mr. Donovan uh, and they will reach out to me themselves. Thank you. Very good. He stands up. He nods at everyone and he makes his way out the bodyguard watching you all as he follows behind
3: that sounds good
5: Olivia's eyes are firmly fixed on Ebenezer right now she's trying to read his face what is his (coughs) face doing
1: he's trying not to make eye contact with everyone Um, Just mostly because he doesn't he's not great with talking to people so he doesn't really know what to say but he kind of, like, very, very shyly sort of looks up at you all and then fixes his eyes on Cavendish.
3: G'day, Spud! Hello. Yes, are he's he, a new one. I hear you're the one to talk to you about getting... the goods.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you get a little bit closer, Mike.
0: The goods. Say <laughs> that so again. The, g- the goods. The goods.
5: He means medicinal. Herbology is your field. Oh, so right. You've he, only just met the man. You're I asking don't him for think weed? I think quite understands. I didn't say what oh, is that you? what he's <laughs> asking for? Yes.
3: What? Nah.
1: What? Yes, that's me. That's what I do. Yes. And I'm here with you guys again, I guess.
5: Would you, would you like a cup of tea? Nope. Cool. I'm
3: good. All right,
0: Heath uh finishes his uh tea, slams the cup down, and like gets out his table. I'll go prepare another room <laughs> and starts stomp- stomping up the stairs again.
1: Right. He turns again to Cavendish, not the rest of you. still avoiding eye contact.
3: Who was that guy? which
1: the the, the, the one guy on the stairs? Just- Angrily walked out the room. Uh,
3: I don't know. He seems to have a temperament issue as far as I know. Um, yeah. There was a lot of yelling last night, is lots he? of alcohol. Um, oh, great. Um, I th- My day just, it went, it
1: started out so well and now it's just He's getting He's our better.
5: gracious host. This is his house. I thought
1: he might be the owner. Okay. Yes. He has food. Does he have a name?
5: Heath. And he can be rather nice. Okay, last God, night was the worst of it. That'd
1: be a nice change, wouldn't it?
5: <clears throat> yeah. Sorry.
1: Um,
5: no, no, no. No, we're not letting that slide.
1: Do you think if I took an egg, he'd mind? Yeah, go for it. Not at all. Go for That's it. Idea, he takes a plate and puts an egg on it and starts
0: chomping. Vespa materializes again, still <gasps> wearing the bathrobe. Oh,
4: I'm
5: not going to get used to
0: that in a hurry. Someone, <sighs> someone seems a bit testy. Me? A chip on oh, the shoulder. you look looking at me. Yeah, I'm at you. I wonder why. I I waved at you. I was like, "Hey, come back over here." And the rest of you left me for dead. By the look of it.
5: No, you walked off.
1: I'm not. I'm not saying that you like you left me to die or anything. I know that's not the case. Isn't that like, what you just said? No, I I know, but I don't know.
5: I wanted to come check on you, you could my have. cousin had a arm broken in two places and a hand completely crushed into oblivion and was near drowning in the waters.
1: I did see that. Is she, is she all right?
5: Sort of. She's right there. As good as she can be. Yo. She's a bit crippled. Oh.
0: <laughs> Hello. I'm still here. I'm still alive. I, look, I'm sorry I didn't come back for you. I don't care. It's not your job.
5: It's not your job. And we did want to come look after you. It just... I was concerned about my cousin, and I'm sorry. I am sorry that we didn't come look for you.
1: That's understandable.
5: Uh, we did search, though. I,
1: I think I'm just We not... had
5: the boat. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. You took that as
5: well. I know, and we called out for you, and you didn't come. Mm.
1: <sighs> I am not used to being around people when I'm in the field. I'll be totally honest. And I'm also not used to people uh, who, who, who don't see things quite the way I do. And maybe that's an opportunity for me to learn more about myself and improve myself. And I get that. And I probably should have come back and checked on the other Miss Kelly as well. But, um, yeah. I didn't think I'd see you all again, but...
5: I'm grateful that we are seeing you now. It's good to know that you are well.
1: Likewise. I have, wor- I have worried about you, especially yes. you. So it's good to know you're okay. Oh, yes. And um,
5: We uh, left yeah. you on a, a, an island in the swamp. <clears throat> that's yeah, rather concerning circumstances. Yeah, it was interesting, but that's all right. Yes. I we did myself. ask Humphrey to come get you. Did he do that? He did yes. find me eventually. Oh, I,
1: I'd actually, I swam myself out by the time you... Oh, gosh. It was all right. I, I'm fine, but... um. No, he, he found me and I wasn't that hurt. I was all right. But, Thank you. Yeah. I'm.
5: <clears throat> now about that cup of tea.
1: I'm not used to working with people. At all. Mm-hmm. Like, not at all. Like, I'm not used to it in the slightest. But I'm here. I don't agree with what we're doing. To be honest and i'm just saying this to get my cards out on the table now while we're here but if anything if if new orleans told me anything it's that you people are good at some things and horribly lacking in other things and amen
4: mm.
1: one of you got seriously hurt you all y'all you didn't fare great but one of you got really hurt and i think maybe i could have helped that and it also taught me that I can't take on anything like that on my own. So mm. that's why I agreed to come. I didn't know that it was going to be you lot.
5: Well, at least we have prior experience working together.
1: We do.
2: I saved you from a tree.
1: Yeah, you also cost me my only sample of the... Anyway, but that's all right. We're all right. We're all we're all alive, and that's what counts. Hopefully
0: you can pay me back for that one day. Um, mm he, you hear the sound of thundering footsteps as Heath comes down the oh five no. stairs uh, and you see him emerge. He is fully dressed now. He is dressed in a suit and he's pulling on the jacket and he is going, he's making his way down the steps to the basement. And he calls out, to work, come on, to my dojo.
1: Can I finish my tea first? No.
0: Okay. Now.
1: Okay, okay.
0: We have two days. You all head down into the basement and you find Heath's kind of uh, training room. So there's a large open area. There is an area of it, um, it's a large concrete room basically, it's the main area of the basement. There is, uh, on one side of it, there is almost like a chain link fence that opens up into an area that has like the washing and drying machine and then also uh, like a rack of um, wine bottles and that area is chained off and it also has a heap of tools and like hammers and saws and lots of stuff. Uh, in this main area, the floor uh, has a foam has, like foam laid across it. There is foam across the, the walls as well. There is another area that's kind of chained off that is a bit of an armory with different weapons and different tools and all that type of stuff and at the top the main source of light here is there are bars of windows all that are at ground level that open up onto the uh, kind of outdoor uh, garden area they're quite large little windows that uh, morning light is uh gleaming through here. Heath is standing on the foam. He is wearing a black suit. He is wearing a pair of black wickle shoes and a, um, a black shirt with it as well. And he is cracking his fingers and he is stretching a little bit. You guys come out and form a bit of a line. We uh, find you all being escorted through a very ancient area of London. Large stone buildings, cobblestone paths, and Heath uh, directs you towards a very old-looking shop called Alessandro's. He typically operates out of Tier, but on the off seasons, he operates out of here too. And he throws open the front door and lets you pass in. It's a fairly simple-looking shop. Uh, men's suits line the walls, mannequins, shirts, ties everywhere. A very tall, very robust-looking man emerges from behind a curtain that seems to lead to a basement area. He's almost ninety percent bald. A small patch of like black hair at the very top of his head. He is covered in tattoos. Uh, he has dozens of necklaces around his neck, so much so that he jingles when he walks. He uh, looks over at your newcomers and sees Heath and he opens his arms wide. My boy! Too long, too long. I was expecting you months ago to have your uniform repaired after your stint in Mongolia. I feared you had damaged it so badly, you were ashamed to bring it to me! Heath does a little salute. I'm actually taking a break at the moment, Al, but... And he gestures towards the others, and the man entirely disregards you. Bah! The workaholic taking a break! I'll believe it when I see it. Now, uh, the friends! Yes, hello, welcome! What would your gorgeous friends like today? What I see before me today is a hunting team that has no ability to work together whatsoever, be it the team that was here originally, or the team that is now here in front of me. Fact of the matter is, you are all stepping on each other's toes. None of you know your entire role, and none of you can fulfill that role because you are... He's like gesturing. You are everywhere and nowhere. There is no coordination. There is nothing. So, we are going to break you down and build you up from your... Ashes, I suppose. First thing. And he, like, pulls on the, the suit a little bit. You all look horrific. I was ashamed to be in that room with the sponsor with you. After our little meeting here, we are going to go and see someone about that. You were going to look good. You were going to look sharp. You are going to look better than the rest. And that's how you're going to get jobs. As he says that, Ebenezer, like, looks at himself. And he is...
1: Immaculately dressed in like a matching suit. With yes, a you're bow tie. quite nice. But everyone else, Saint
0: Gestures as Vesper
5: materializes,
0: still in the road.
5: <laughs> oh, Olivia just shakes his her head and she's like, "I told him. I told him."
0: Um, sorry, I just have one question. Yes, new guy. Where are you from? Ireland. Yes, it's a big place. Well, I was I was born a little bit out of Kinsale. Ah, my people were gypsies around there. Very good. Okay, hold on.
1: You're an Irish boy,
0: too. I didn't grow up there, though. Just right. born there. All right. Sounds sounded. So. you like, can I just, just. Here's the fact of the matter. Ebenezer will fulfill his role as the herbalist. That is the extent of his role. He does not fight. He does not kill things. The true is same for everyone else. Everyone else has a specific role within this. Ward. You are technically, for the most part, unkillable. So, why are you not the scout? Sorry, why I, is he no, also I do actually the scout? That I was Yes, ask what? Right. Why did we bring the pumpkin down here? He's a person. He's the homunculus.
5: Homunculus is living. Th- he's that, alive.
0: I know. He doesn't have a soul,
1: but he's alive. Well, it was before you picked it off to Vine.
5: <sighs> <sighs> Would you frown? mind did saying you? something, Ward? It's it's a pumpkin on a stick. Introduce yourself, I don't know, man. I'm just going mad. You or what?
6: see that? Like, what has not said a word since Ebenezer is rocked up, and every he time genuinely thinks someone's. Every time Ebenezer looks away, he slightly shifts his body.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ebenezer has not noticed that. Yet. Yeah, he's like, about it, to punch it's, it's the It's now homunculus. at the point where, like,
6: it's staring straight at you. Can't wait for to to tilt. But you didn't see it move at all.
1: Yeah, and he hasn't yeah. noticed. Yeah, You just carved a bloody smiley face
5: into it he doesn't even have eyes oh
1: no you're you're having no you're having me on
5: no really not i wish i was
0: he like cracks his neck and he walks around to behind uh um ward ward and he rubs his hands together and he touches at the kind of center point of the stick and focuses snaps his finger and Ward, you feel for the first time in your mm. life a lot of pain yeah. as yes. the sti- as the the stick snaps there and becomes a new joint, right at the like the hip level, a new joint where the the point of view kind of bends.
4: Ah! Don't! God! What the heck was bastard? that, bastard. WHAT What fuck is talking? What was what that? The that? Heck is Oh, what did you do? What the hell? What on earth? did you do? into heaven. You killed this godforsaken man. like from What the do? heck did you do? Did to you put me inside it or
0: something? Heath pauses, ah! and then points a finger exactly where your like uh, elbow joint would be, and clicks again. And hey happens on, again. Way- He's just a stick at this point. I thought you said there was a T
6: pose yeah. stick. The the T broke off. That was a that bit was added on. Oh, okay,
0: okay. So there isn't the T pose. Why are you doing this, this then? Uh <laughs> ah, <laughs> oh,
6: we've got
1: you, we've got uh, you yeah. <laughs> We'll say we reattached for the list, it we re- for the He reattached it. it when he put the
4: yeah. the uh, I reckon yeah.
6: yeah, in the five minutes um, in the five minutes that... Uh, we
4: all had we to all, get dressed.
6: Yeah, someone found like the stick that had fallen and off. And they put and, like, a trench coat on you. <laughs> put it back on. Yeah. Okay, um, so you
0: now with another burst of pain, you now have an elbow joint. <laughs> oh,
1: well, you just had to go and do it a second time, didn't you? Because it wasn't bad enough the first time. <laughs> the first time. He's just giving oh. him
0: joints. God! Are you going oh, to listen he's to me
1: he's just now? just
0: giving some joints. Is I was just
1: oh,
6: was, trying was to... have a bit of fun. Gosh, he didn't know I could talk yet. I thought I'd play a little prank on him.
0: Very funny.
2: Ha ha. Get okay. back
0: up. Uh. And he's going to make his way round back to the, the front so of the group. The
1: one with the knife has a ghost in her brain and a It's not talks. in my brain.
5: He's not in my brain.
0: We cut back to the the dojo. It is now uh, Olivia and Vesper are standing in front of Heath, and Heath is walking around you both. The fact of the matter is, you both have forgotten your roles. Olivia, you are the master, Vespa is the shadow. Vespa follows behind, Vespa emphasizes what you do. You do not operate uh, distinct from each other. Vespa is the exclamation point to everything you do. If you miss something, he hits it. If you hit it, he hits it harder. It goes so on and so forth. That is the role of a persona, Is the emphasis, it is the exclamation part. He is not a sole entity. I understand he has a personality, but the two of you are one fighter.
5: Okay, how do we work on that?
0: Quite simple. It's something I've heard of as soul dance. So it is the act of when in battle, and he uh, brings up a wooden mannequin and sets in front of you. When in battle, everything you do is not a singular thought. It is a thought that flows between the two of you. Every action has a moment where Vesper will kick in and he will emphasize. He will make the hit harder. He will make the hit faster. It is a, a state of mind melding, of soul conjoin. It is a dance. You two of you are trying to operate as individual beings and you're getting your asses kicked on both fronts. Yep. So you need to operate as one. You have enough heavy hitters. We don't need two individual ones trying to do each other's jobs.
5: So you hear that, Vesper? It's not about honour.
0: Crosses his arms. I don't like what the boy has to say. The boy is our teacher. I disregard it. You cannot disregard... I'm like 50 years old. disregard what I want.
5: Yeah, and somehow you manage to be like five years younger than I am right now. Mm.
0: Fine. Okay, we'll do it. (laughs) All right, uh, the two of you get in position in front of the mannequin and Vespa dematerializes. And he comes to kind of the, like that front center of your mind where mm. you can kind of consistently hear him. You can almost hear him breathing, even wow. though he's like right there. And you kind of like... It's really difficult to focus in the situation. You take a swing at the mannequin and you're like so aware of Vesper that you like aren't sure exactly where you end and he begins yeah. and you miss and he like steps to the side, the opposite side and the two of you fall out from each other and land on different sides of the mannequin Oof. and um, he clicks again and you continue and you continue and you continue for hours. Mm. We cut back to uh, um, the suit shop as you, Olivia, step up onto a bit of a a wooden block and the uh, um, owl begins taking measurements of you and walking around you. So what what are we feeling for today? What what type of situation? What type of mood? What type of atmosphere are we going for? Something light, something breathable, yet something tactical? What are you thinking?
5: Um, Well, I would probably prefer... Something warm, um, something
0: warm, something warm. Possibly something. a shawl that we could take off in warmer situations.
5: Perhaps, yes.
0: Something over the shoulders.
5: Perhaps. Um, I do like dark blood red.
0: Dark blood red, but rather visible. If we could have the shawl be a different colour, so you can put it around you where mm. you need. I think that would give deep you a good option. Deep
5: teal, perhaps. Deep
0: teal, deep teal, deep teal. Very bold, very bold. I like it. Now, what type of fabrics are we thinking?
5: Mm, I prefer wool but not scratchy. Maybe I cotton.
0: I think we can make a nice wool. I think that would work quite well. And we can definitely line it a bit better with some, like, going through a, f- a few different types of fabrics. If you are uh, 100% you don't want any type of scratchiness, we can line it, but that does come... It makes washing complex. Hmm.
5: No, it's all right. I'll put up with the scratching.
0: Keith is putting up different... Um, uh, what are they called targets. target uh, targets for you. They're on, um, they're basically pieces of paper on um, like quite thick pieces of wood to try and stop the mm-hmm. round from going through. And he's given you a lower caliber rifle than your typical handguns, so mm-hmm. it doesn't immediately hit his wall. And he's walking around as you are kind of peering through one eye, taking aim at them. Shoot, roll for me. Okay. Roll me fall three times.
2: Three times. Okay, that's a six a five and a two
0: okay you miss two of the targets you get the white part of one Heath rubs his eyes okay so fact of the matter is aiming is not great Uh, so that does limit your ability for long distance situations and the situation where you're going to have an ability to prep beforehand is limited so here's what I suggest he comes over to you and he hands you back Derek's um, pistol (laughs) And he kind of mimics the... He pulls out um, one similar and he mimics the, the act of what you've seen in countless uh, westerns. The quick fire, blasting of the hammer and uh, blasting of the trigger to do a spray shot. Mm-hmm. In situations something similar to this, a cylinder blast will allow you general coverage of a whole area. You can then have a fast reload and he flicks open the cylinder and he flicks it and the cylinder flies off and he pulls a fully loaded cylinder out from uh, on his hip and clicks it on, clicks it back. Instant reload can then allow for sharpshooting or any other opportunity like that. But in instances where uh, perfect aim is not possible or skill isn't quite there, The cylinder blast will take its place.
2: Right. All right.
0: Try again. He gestures towards the uh, target, and you're going to roll six times.
2: Six times. All right. Ten. Two. One. Uh, Nine. I've lost count how many times I've gone. Four. Eleven. Eight. Eight.
0: You've, done, I you've cool. done, Yeah.
2: I was just rolling till someone told me to yeah. stop.
0: You you um, bring it out around at your hip level so you can control the recoil and bam 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 bam, and you hit more than like you I think you hit four out of the six in the target. Some in the blue, one in the red, and a few hit the stone wall around it. Any gestures? Much better. All right, we cut back to bows All right, uh, you are now on the box, and he's taking measurements as well. So what are we thinking? What are we thinking? What are we feeling?
2: Um, all right, so I want kind of baggy pants, good airflow, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. movement. We could have a mesh system that allows Ooh. for in faster movement for a cooling type of effect. Yeah, I and feel then, like a lighter fabric, so that it's mm, not too heavy. And if you get any water,
2: I'm thinking like green, green, like an army green, blending in with bushes.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And then for top, I don't know. I want more than just a singlet. We've got to cover arms, blending in.
5: We can start
0: with a singlet, and we can have a an upper shirt.
2: shirt singlet, and then a button over.
0: Can you have a button over, yes, yes. Yeah. We can do the... the, the uh, I have some lovely... He's like pulling open a, a drawer. Some lovely wooden buttons, but we also could have steel. Uh, mm-hmm. Depends on your preference for it. The steel would be rather cold in some situations, mm. but the wood is they a little bit less tactile. They would as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he's like uh, going around. So then, what else are we feeling? Or is that it? Um, well, it's
2: nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's, nice. It's, simple. it's not
0: very you, though.
2: Right. Yes. Well... My one request is I want my tattoos out. And then she like pulls up one of her legs um, and you see it is a band of like beautiful wildflowers that look like they're growing out of her Doc Martens.
0: So you want three quarter pants? Yeah. Okay, we cut back to Ebenezer now in the dojo. Um, Heath uh, is like looking through your bag, and he um, sets up uh, a what well, looks like a man-eating plant on the like a little tail in front of you, and snaps at him as he walks around it. So, the core abilities that a herbologist allows, and he holds out his arm, and the plant chomps down his arm, and blood squirts out, and begins dripping onto the floor, and he slowly pries its mouth off and pulls it out and he holds it out towards you is healing and he gestures towards a series of bottles in there I have unlabeled them is something that will make it worse something that will make it rot and something that will make it better I want you by smell to work out which one is which
1: you are Ebony's picking up the bottles and sniffing them you are one crazy man I
0: we are in the middle of a battle, and you need to, not without without reading them, just know exactly what oh, can help me. That's
1: how did you find that? I know. Uh, well, uh, all right, I get it, but you're
0: oh, you crazy?
1: Stick your arm in a, a man eating. I mean, just for the sake of it. Stop test, I know. talking
0: and start working. It's a trick question. They're all poison. Very good. <laughs> and he like wipes the blood off his hand. Okay. Now, let's make one. And he. Hold
1: on. Yeah, right. Well, because we need to. Yeah.
0: He leads you up to the back garden behind the house, and you see a plethora of herbs and medicinal ointments and all that growing in the garden. And he just says, I will get you a mortar and pestle, and we will make something. All right. All right, we cut back to the. um, to ours. What are we doing? What are we, what are we, what are we feeling? It's very, very nice this, but it's heavy, it feels baggy, it feels, it doesn't feel like it's you, it feels like it's someone else, and my concern is if you fell into like the water, mm, slow movement, the wool, rather scratchy, I feel like it could irritate you around the neck, and That's he's like, jet, he's like pulling it back, I'm seeing a bit of a red mark here.
1: The last time, the last time I was with this group of people, I did kind of have to
0: swim for my life so and also he pulls out the arm and he has a lighter in his hand just like instantaneously and lights it and there's a phoom, along some of like the edges of the fabric and he wipes it out rather flammable yeah it was a, it was a little bit cheaper than the one I wanted to get but I I,
1: I yes okay well you I want to have a suit? yes yes but I think a little bit lighter would be good but the main the main thing is um pockets pockets I really need pockets how many
0: pockets? lots and lots As of many pockets. pockets. As many pockets. But the I can butt, make, I they've can got make. to be easy to access. See, that's the thing. Yeah, I can do that, and I can make them right. rather invisible. See, with a nice tweed, we can hide the seams within the grain of it. Oh, Quite nice, and we can go nice. with a thinner woolen coat, maybe that's line good, it yeah. with something a bit silkier, okay. something you can slip on, something that's, and right. something that rises up to the neck level. Yes.
1: Yes. Because I do get a little bit chilly sometimes when I'm out, out in the cold. And considering your field, Life-based.
0: how about a accompanying bag? We wanting leather or are we wanting fabric as
1: well? Well, actually, I do have, and he pulls out this big like—it's kind of a backpack, but it's half built out of like antique wood. And he's like, "I do have this thing that I put all my stuff in, and it's been mostly organized with um, everything with the bottles that I need, and I've got special padding for Ferguson, and it's all—it's all sorted and put it, put this way. But the leather straps, I mean, they—they're basically destroyed. Mm. So. Maybe, maybe if we cover this and then like, like a waterproof cover for it or something and new straps, that would be great. Can be done.
0: We come back and we find Cavendish oh now God. with Heath. Oh no. Heath has set up multiple uh, mannequins in your route and he um, basically goes over and he like, sits you in the, the main like center of this room and he gives you your weapon from before. He says, Okay, you are stealth incarnate. That is all that you are. You hit from the shadows, you strike harder than anyone else, and you are gone from there. You are not the tank of the group you are nothing more you are the shadows so and he switches off the light you have to catch me and the room goes entirely dark
4: and (laughs) and you are like you are like just
0: getting into the mindset like okay so it's a test and you get the hardest whack a like open hand slap across the back of your head and you stumble forwards a few steps and you look around and bang into one of the mannequins that's been moved directly into your path and you f- like fall over with it and have to catch yourself and it clashes the floor making a really loud bang you step back up and back into another mannequin that was not there before and it clatters to the ground as well
3: Alrighty. okay okay <laughs> um okay uh so
0: so, so you are kind of backing up and you're banging into more things and like you're just trying to like work out where you are and get slapped again yeah. and you're just feeling this like bubbling mm. anger, this like bubbling rage as just like entirely taking over you and you swing down your weapon and you swing it around your head and out along and you hear the dun,
4: dun, 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 dun,
0: dun, dun, as you knock over multiple, multiple magnets and then the boom as you knock Heath to the ground and you swing it back and uh, he switches back on the light and he's like holding his side where like because you were using the wooden end of it and he's like good, good alright, we can work with that we cut back to uh, Owls, and he has once again got you up on the piece of wood and he is taking measurements what are we feeling?
3: Uh, well, my role I have been told is to not be seen. Uh, mm. So black is probably going to be the best. I yes, don't
0: know. but I'm I'm getting a sense of flamboyancy from you. Sense of mm, I'm not sure how to
4: say. This
1: but man is my new favorite character.
0: In yeah, yeah. yeah. Alessandro is like.
2: Oh. The, I want to be. I feel like when I've i grow disappointed up. him, and I feel bad. Yeah, the
6: Taylor is always like one of the best characters in any.
2: <laughs> when he asked video. Olivia what she wanted, she's like, <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs>
0: Uh, like, he is like, um, he kind of opens up your jacket and says black on the outside,
5: tactical,
0: smart, keen, inside some type of pinstriping. I feel like some bit of a bit of a, a, bit of a mm, texture, a bit of liveliness. How do you feel?
3: I 100% approve. I want to go for like a peacock aspect where mm, I
0: can flare it out. I like and it. freak something
3: out. Um, Hopefully like, so a hood. Um, yes, I'm not feeling I'm figu- a suit
0: for you either. I feel something, no. yeah, something yeah. more modern almost.
3: Yeah, I, I, I like the idea that I could attach my mask to it and then, sort of, uh, if I get spotted, I can flare everything thing out, throw the, throw the whole, th- top as a, as a distraction, and, mm. um, and somehow it flares out probably due to wind, but. I don't know, that's just immediate thoughts. Mm. Um,
4: mm. Mm. I'll
3: need to move around a lot. My weapon is very much.
0: Yeah, so I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking of a softer fabric. Something I was originally thinking a Windbreaker, but that's the rack.
4: Mm. Mm. Um,
0: definitely could think of a wool, but mm. I'm not sure if that would have the, the bursting type of uh, characteristics that you're wanting. I mean, how are we feeling for trousers?
3: <laughs> uh, you know, something that doesn't squeak when I rub my enormous thighs together.
4: Uh, <laughs> 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 Um, it's good. I, need to, be, I need to be everywhere.
3: silent and mm. deadly, I need to be quick and if I fall or silent, if I'm hiding in water, thick, I, <laughs> it needs to not be, well, I don't know, I can work with it, but it's being soaked sort of weighs me down, so.
0: Can do. All right, we cut back to the dojo for one last time, and we find Ward, uh, standing, Ward standing in the middle. Heath is slowly circling around him. Alrighty, so. Two thoughts. Either we test the use of your birds, or we test the uh, length to which you can come back from. Will this involve pain again? Possibly. Hmm. Well... fact of the matter is, your core ability here is one of the greatest assets to the team. Your ability to draw attention, your ability to go further, your ability to take more hits than anyone else. So I think if we could build up some type of general ability to draw attention, to demand attention, to bring it towards you, I reckon we might move you into a better, stronger position within the team's role. All right, well, I've
6: always wanted to be the hero of the story, the as you have called me. I guess now the ward of the field. So, Heath,
0: give me your worst. All right, we cut to Al's. Uh, he is slightly more singed and blackened <laughs> like than he was
6: before. And uh, uh, for, like... for clarification. Um, do I also do I have
0: two legs now? You now do have two legs.
2: Cool.
0: Yeah. Just wanted to confirm. Yeah. Uh, He is dusting some of the ash off as he's taking measurements. Very easy to measure. Very good. Now, Mr. Warden, what are we feeling?
6: Well, I don't desire warmth, Mm -hmm. I don't get cold. Mmm. I don't get hot either. Mm. I don't feel pain unless Heath touches me in an appropriate (laughs) way. So what you're saying is... I don't tire.
0: So what you're saying is you are a fashion first type of man. Yes. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) But. but Best friends
6: have just been created here. But hear me out. Was it Al, was it? Mm
4: -hmm.
6: Al, I want to look impeccable. I am talking a full evening coat to wear to billow out as I walk. I want, I want a vest. I want a button-down. I want just the nicest clothes that you have. But I do not want to disrespect you, my good friend. I'm going on these hunts under the con- preconception that anything I'm wearing will be torn to shreds. Mm-hmm. So I need something that is durable, and I need to look fierce. Oh, we can do that. When I come in, center stage. I want my enemies to bow,
0: to mm. crumble
6: at the sight, to be
0: awestruck at my presence. Here's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. full suit styling, tailcoats, as you said, top hat with it. I want Brilliant. red lining on the insides. Oh, you are speaking my language, my friend. Mm. What did you say, and
6: the secret sauce? Kevlar. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> love
4: and the, it. And the secret
6: sauce? Yes. Kevlar lining. I do have one more request. Mm. Uh, my two friends here. Uh, this is Hugin and Moon. Say hi, friends. He immediately,
0: sta- he immediately starts measuring them as yeah. well.
6: Uh, I would like, if, if it's not too much trouble, I wouldn't mind if we could get two nests put on my broad shoulders, one for each of them, so that they have a spot to rest as we travel. Mm.
0: Compromise. Warmed pockets. Allowing them to slip in, remain invisible, and a moment's notice, bah, they're out amongst us.
6: Al, Al, I like the way you think my (sighs) my man.
0: Alright, we cut forwards, it is now the day in question. You are all gathered at the front door, about to head off to West Sussex. Uh, you have gathered your different things. Heath has equipped you all with different things from his armory to like fully equip you. He has paid in full the, uh, the man you now know as the architect to uh, for all of your suits. They've all been made, and they, you are wearing them now, and you are standing at the front door about to head off. Heath uh, opens up the front door for you all, and as you guys start filing out, It's like, Alrighty, well, best of luck. The Fae have a song for moments like this. I don't have the instruments to give it all its glory, so I'll give you it directly. There's a heavy hand laid across this land. It steers our journey and it guides our pen. So press on, head high, till the ink runs dry. Because I see a land on high where the water tastes like wine. So what can hurt me now?
4: Waves that shake me out Out of my skin Never been so easy Losing my direction My bearings have me south of home I've been wrong before I was waiting in the undertow Set adrift with fair away like bows Unaware of where my heart would flow I was waiting in the undertow In the water Like a friend I've not seen in years So familiar and strange at once Like a lover who lost her touch At first I was hesitant Now it seems oh so curious How'd I wind up so far from home? Left the show.